0: Welcome to the What's Up Podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up everybody? Uh, Welcome to the What's Up Podcast. My name is Brenton Birdall, your host, and today uh, I am joined by a very, very special individual. Um, A good friend of mine from back in the day, one of the uh, original OGs. Uh, I have Josh Schrader. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother?
1: Pretty good. How's it going for you?
0: Oh, it's going better now. Uh, We finally got some shit figured out. I got my new computer uh, finally set up and got through some... Uh, technical difficulties. I was ready to throw something. It was getting. I had to <laughs> yeah, just take just a minute. It I way. was like, let's oh, just everything's fine. Don't touch anything." No, but we're set. So, how the fuck are oh, you, man? Good. It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, no, good. Everything's going good. Just, uh, I guess, adulting.
0: Adulting. You are a new father.
1: Yes, I am. Eight months. She is today. Maya.
0: Beautiful. Oh, parenting. That's that's definitely what led up to my urgency, like to my entire mood. We decided to take the children. Um, So one set of grandparents came in today or on on Friday and my dad got a room uh, with a, you know, poolside room next to the play place or whatever at the pool. So we did the swimming thing on Friday night and then we decided with the other grandparents that we were going to do the swimming tonight. And it's just like two kids, you know, (laughs) it was birthday weekend. It was crazy. Awesome party. But I am freaking whooped. I almost fell asleep in the hot tub.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sunday night, man.
0: Sunday nights, they're, they're, uh, as a parent, it's like, you forget to, everything that you need to do, it just kind of all culminates all in one fucking night.
1: Yeah, it's like, all right, time for bed, I'm punching out.
0: Yeah, exactly, I give up. So, yeah, man, uh, it has been, it has been too fucking long. What have you, uh, what have you been doing with yourself? I mean, let's tell the people, like, what do you do? I work and,
1: uh, hang out with, uh, Tiffany and Maya, that's about it, uh, pretty boring i mean you're a boring pretty, josh Schrader i mean, it, is now a boring not, guy it, well it's not boring i actually enjoy it quite oh, a good bit save. But, uh, dude, good it save. sounds it sounds boring no
0: it's not boring <laughs> <laughs> you, i didn't incriminate no, I, you you did that to yourself yes i did uh, but also, i saved it it's all right it was a good save but you uh you are um you're a you're a legacy at uh the old 3d specialties right you must yeah, you must own half that fucker by now hey not even close. No?
1: I, no, I own a chair that my fat ass sits in. No, that's about it.
0: You, you, you brought your own chair in?
1: No, no I didn't. Oh. Bar- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should. I thought about it. My back's killing me. I thought I actually thought about bringing my own chair in.
1: No, I thought about kicking a couple of wheels off, so they have to be forced to buy me a new one. But
0: I know. That's how I am with computers and with chairs. I'm trying to break them. I try to break the arms off. But then I just get the same exact ones over and just the new version
1: yeah well mine's got a, I think it's got a couple of like wire ties on it holding the arm on and stuff so I mean it's time for a new one so that's just like you know. the
0: Dakota fence 3d specialties mentality like if it's fixable if there's yeah. gonna be a zip tie they have welders you can pretty much do anything you need to there make it work make it work and get it done yeah quickly yep <sighs> so so you're not a layoff you're not a like what would you what we call you like a snowbird where you get to be laid off and play fucking xbox all winter you don't get to do that anymore
1: no, no. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad that, uh, um, I spent all those years be getting laid off and I didn't have a, any kids. And now I have Maya and I would love to stay home with her all winter and, you know, stay home with Tiffany and help them out. And now I can't You'd I'm be the, the you'd office. be like the
0: cutest soccer dad. You'd be like the best <laughs> stay at home dad ever.
1: Oh, like be awesome.
0: Do you have an apron when you cook?
1: Uh, no, I just wipe it on the pants.
0: Yeah, that's man. That's what fucking men do. That's right. They cook steaks over open flames, and they cut them with the knife that's in their pocket, and then they wipe it off on the leg of their fucking pants, and they put it back in their fucking in their pocket, and they go about their afternoon.
1: And then I wear the same pants the next day.
0: Exactly. Yep. There's a there's a four or five day limit on pants.
1: Yeah. No. I I, I push it. You know. Yeah, you there's two a three days, and then I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't know if people pay attention to what I'm wearing, but I, I should probably change some pants.
0: It's. Every any man who actually is a man or knows that he's a man, he doesn't even think twice about it. It's just a thing. It's just how no. it works.
1: Yeah. No, if they don't stink and I can't smell myself, then I'm good.
0: I I'm implementing a man rule three days minimum. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Unless the bottoms get wet from the snow, and then you don't do the you know you don't hang them out right, and then the bottoms are wet. You can't go bottom. You know, then you got to switch it up.
1: No, then you have to switch it up. But if you're but if you on top of your game there, you just throw it, you know, just throw it over the side of the couch or something. It'll be good in the morning.
0: I've been thinking about this recently. I think I'm going to break – I've heard about – I watched that Minimal uh, documentary, and I just, like, you know, you get a wine, red wine, into you on accident, and you start watching Netflix you wouldn't usually watch, and you're like I, – I come out of the whole situation a little buzzed, thinking, like, telling myself, like, I only need eight pieces of clothing. Like, what am I doing with all this, you know? We have a huge closet and it's just full of shit. And I don't think I've worn most of it for years, you know? And I, I think I'm just going to go, I'm going to try like the, the eight piece of clothing, like two pairs of pants, two shirts, two sweatshirts. It's all I need. No. It's easier for no, you're, ma- It's easier for you. are married. I know. Yeah. I mean, who do I have to impress? You know? No.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I hear that she's got an issue with smells, but so as long as you smell good, who gives a shit what you're wearing?
0: I up my smell game big time. I went to American Eagle and I got the holiday pack of (laughs) mini bottles. So I was like, well, if she doesn't like one, then we have four more to choose from, you know? So I got the five pack. It's literally like a five pack. It was like this holiday thing on special. I bought it because I'm cheap, but it just worked out both ways. So I was like, thank you, universe. But I brought her up to the bathroom and I'm like, this one. She's like, nope this one nope and it came down to the last one and i hand her the last one and she's like yeah oh i like that one and she got that look <laughs> in her eye like that spark like i'm like yeah <laughs> yep,
2: man. You You're, yeah it. what's
0: up girl uh i'll be on the other side of the bed all night <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah just does, no, does tiffany pick your perfume another. or do you wear cologne or you, nah, do you do you just go nah. rub up against like a tree in your front yard
1: you know, I have some, but, uh, you know, ever since Maya was born, there's uh, another human being in the house that's stinkier than I am. So yeah. it, it, I'm just, I guess I, I'm just zeroed out on that now. You're Not good to go. To worry about
0: Everything it. just smells like baby powder now.
1: <laughs> baby powder or. Yeah. Uh, or Lavender. Uh, spit up or. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's all oh, you're saying on the. Yeah.
0: But isn't it weird how babies just smell like baby powder or they just smell like baby for like six months?
1: Oh yeah, they smell good. It's and like then, that new car smell, but it's a new human smell.
0: And then one day it all just fucking changes and it's, just, it's like, <laughs> oh, it, "Whoa, whoa. My son's <laughs> going through that." Like right now, you know, one year. He's he's my spawn, so I mean, about you can about imagine, you know. But every oh, yeah. once in a while I'll pick him up in the morning and I like he does little snuggles on me and his breath is fucking funky. Like <laughs> bad, like dragon <laughs> breath, like it's horrible. I so uh, we are out of the smelly, the good smelling kid phase, and I have, uh, solved the cologne debacle of 2016. I am bringing in the new year with new smells and new attitudes.
2: That's good. Yeah.
1: To, so, Maya, for the first time today, we've, we've never actually seen her, uh, grunt out a a, a turd and, uh, oh, today God we're eh? sitting at the table with all the family having our, our, uh, our postponed, uh, new year's dinner and, uh. She started grunting and turning red, and we'd never seen that before. There was a, a, a split second of panic, like, oh, my God, is she choking? Oh, no, never mind. I know that look. I, I, I know that look. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very, very familiar. And, yep. uh, yeah, purple eyebrows. Yeah, and did something I never thought I would do. I uh, put my nose right down to her butt, and I was like,
0: oh, yeah, no, she pooped. Yep. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> the old dad verify. <laughs> yep. Wait. You just, like, I'm so proud of you. she's just kind of like taking heavy breaths getting her breath back like letting the color back come back to her face yeah
1: yeah yeah and there there's no urgency to get it changed because if you're pushing like that it isn't it isn't running
0: oh no (laughs) yeah let's make sure everybody's finished up
1: (laughs) yep well we're good
0: there's like the the cute kid poop stages and then there's the poop stages where it's just like what the fuck do we get ourselves into
1: well, it starts off really bad with that, whatever the hell it is, in the first couple of days. With so a, that,
0: it ends with like an AM or something.
1: Yeah, uh, so, 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 nah, I can't remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, went it's, for it's, it, but we tried. It's like, it's like tar. It's disgusting. It's got little and, seeds in it.
0: It's like little tar tar with seeds.
1: Yeah, and yeah, the seeds come. Yeah, it's from it's, the
0: amniotic fluid, right, that they ingest, uh, and that's kind of... it's. It's amazing. Childbirth is fucking crazy. Did you guys have you know, to rush to the hospital, or did you guys have like a nice uh, you know, leisurely no. stay?
1: No, it was actually, uh, she was due on the 7th of May and on the 8th of May, which was actually mother's day. We were at my parents' house celebrating mother's day. And, uh, after we got done eating dinner, I figured since it was mother's day, I'd clear up the dishes and everything and, you know, load the dishwasher, all that. So I'm in there in the, in the kitchen washing dishes and stuff. And, uh, all Where of a sudden it was just a, all I felt was a wind and I hear, oh, I think my water broke. And I'm like, what did, what did she just say? Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we rushed to the house because of course we didn't have our bags uh, with us. We had them packed at the house. Though. You had a gold so bag. Ran. You
0: actually did that?
1: We had them packed. Yeah.
0: Wow. So responsible.
1: We, uh, we were, yeah. Tiffany's on top of her shit. So, mm-hmm.
0: so shout we, out to yeah, Tiffany. We,
1: we came, we came home, uh, grabbed the bags, went to the hospital, and five hours later, uh, about I was like 1147 Maya was born on Mother's Day.
0: Wow, on Mother's Day. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's no, like-
1: it, was, it, was, uh, it, it couldn't have worked out any perfect. That's and like actually, the, the doctor little- said, if you, she's like, you got 20 minutes left. If you don't start really pushing, it, uh, she's not going to be born today. And, uh, seven minutes later, Tiffany grunted him out, grunted her out. (laughs) And she's going to appreciate the fact that I uh, described it like that.
0: We're going to, we're going to edit it out. (laughs) I'm just going to have to do like real, we're going to do like quick clips, like, uh, okay. Uh, passionately pushed, say it now between three and five. We'll we'll just, we'll just clip it in. Actually, I'm not, I'm going to let that one slide through because I had a funnier story. Like the first time we were in. We we're in and I'm not going to drop numbers. I'm smarter than that because if I drop the wrong numbers, it's all over for me when I get up there. Mm-hmm. I mean upstairs. She's probably just listening like a hawk. Uh but uh, it was a decent experience, but it was a good amount of time. And then the second time, it was pretty chill. Like I watched the entire season of of uh Making a Murderer, and I was like on the last episode, sitting on my little chair, you know, my little recliner chair. I think it was the greatest, yet the shittiest thing I've ever been on. At the time, I, I, until you have to sleep on it, it's really cool until you have to sleep on it. That's horrible. So the, the nurse was like, uh, you know, it's time. I think we're going to go. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> you know, <laughs> are you sure we're going? Because this is the last episode of Making a Murder. And if I don't know if you've watched this, but it's Making a Murderer. And I've been, I've literally given like, you know, a good 16 hours or 14 hours of my life to this today. i kind of like, to, can, we,
1: can we push it off for 45 minutes? Honey, how you
0: feeling? No? You want to go now? Oh, you're going now? Okay. So then, you know, I have to, then it goes and everything went great, but. Yeah, it's 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 a de- it's a life-changing ordeal, the ice machines uh with the ice water. I just I want to get one of those for the podcast area. That's my next goal. That and like an espresso machine. But espresso can be uh an or espresso in general can be dangerous, like sweaty dangerous if you're not careful. <laughs> yep. Get into get get into a couple of those delicious little espresso things. Uh-oh. Yeah, start having heart palpitations and think you're dying and shit, but you're just Dang. having a panic yeah. attack and then you fart and it was just gas. It's the worst, dude. <laughs> like, how does how does something that happens to men on a regular basis, like, it seems like there's too many things that just emulate, like, a catastrophic fucking cardiac arrest, you know? Like, oh, yeah. it could be a heart attack, or it could be the fucking pizza that you had last night before the pool, you know?
1: But <laughs> yeah. there's hey, sl- sleep on your arm, arm wrong, wake up in a panic because you think you're fucking having a heart attack.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or, like, somehow a gas, a gas pain will shoot up to your arm, and it's like, oh, this is it for me. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you know, relief comes and you're like, oh, thank God. I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, I just, it, but you, every time you have to treat it like it's, like it's code red, you know? <laughs> Do we have any baby aspirin? No? Okay, forget it.
1: I'm, I'm asking for no reason. Yeah, you, you can't show the panic on the outside. That's all on the inside, all yeah, internal.
0: It, all internal. And if you work it out, you you know what I mean by working it out. Oh, yeah. So you guys got like what 40 feet of snow or something? You guys in Minot know. also? And you got what like 25 feet of snow? Or something crazy?
1: Yeah, I don't even know. Like 50, 47 inches, something like that. Somewhere up upper 40s. How many feet and is that
0: for what is that? Four or five feet?
1: Yeah, four feet. Four feet. <sighs> yeah, four feet, 48 inches. Yeah, I think we're just under four feet, but we're supposed to get four more inches tomorrow. So
0: how do you remove your snow? Snow blower. Oh, snow blower. You got a big one?
1: Yeah, just a, you know, whatever, just a normal, must be like a 24 inch. Uh, it, uh, electric I never start had it. on that puppy before. or you got to
0: pull that shit?
1: Nah, it does have the electric start. Where you plug it in, I got to get, get some exercise in.
0: Yeah. And it's self propelled, right? So you don't even have to do that.
1: Yeah, no, it is self propelled, yeah.
0: Oh, check you out. Tough living. No, it-
1: no, I, I I shoveled this uh, the whole driveway and stuff many 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 times, and uh, I was stubborn about it for years. And then when we finally got this, it's uh, it's definitely paid off.
0: I love a good snowblower.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: Be your best friend.
1: <laughs> Damn right.
0: Till that fucker doesn't start because you didn't weatherize it right, and then it's your worst enemy.
1: That doesn't happen to me.
0: Did you see the old man that? Uh, <laughs> did you see the old man that tied the the uh, rope onto the shovel? Where he ties the rope at one end by the handle, and he ties the other end down by where the actual handle meets the shovel. Uh-uh. So, and then so you don't have to bend your back to throw the snow. No, no, that no, no. guy's a fucking innovator. You, you should. I'll, I'll put the link up. I'll put the link up after the. Uh, he, he, the guy's hilarious. He's in like an like a '80s or late '70s one-piece snowsuit, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like from like Boston. He's like, this here is crap you don't want this crap either and he fucking throws the shovels and he's like (laughs) this right here this is a shovel and he's like got a rope on it and i was like i'm not gonna try it but i was like you know what fuck it that guy was moving some snow and uh i so i did it i just found some rope and i hooked it on there and now the all my neighbors are just looking at me like i'm fucking crazy but dude my back is great
1: huh yeah i gotta see that
0: so i recently uh my Sam's, we have a mutual friend, or Sam's friend, she used to work, uh, one of the friends she used to work with, her husband owns a snow removal business here in Fargo, and we haven't really been getting much snow, but I was like, I'm always willing to help out if it's uh, outside of, like, my normal working hours. So he gives me a call on, like, I actually had Monday off for a holiday, and he gives me a call that morning, and he's like, hey, come on out. I was like, perfect, let's do this. So I didn't really know what to expect, so I essentially shoveled what the um, the snow blowers couldn't get, like these little walker mowers, they're like a little zero turn mower with a snowblower on the front with a cab they're freaking awesome yeah but but i like you know i haven't literally i haven't even ran i haven't gone up the stairs quickly in fucking four months like (laughs) i get out of breath because i you know what i mean if i if i run up the stairs and like jump right into bed i have to catch my breath so i was was like oh yeah you know old 3d specialty sandbag throwing days i'm like i still got it i can put in a day so i think i don't know what we did we had to do 25 35 i lost count i got delirious but I was shoveling everything that they couldn't get, you know? And then I would throw this, like, move it all the way from the house so they could get up close to it. And I'm just like, we're just cruising, you know? And I get halfway through the day and I forget to eat. And I, and I just, like, remember jumping in the truck between each one of the snow moving jobs. And it just, like, it would, like, take me back to 3D specialty days in the truck. Fucking the good old days. Oh,
1: yeah, damn right.
0: Do you ever miss riding in the trucks? Because do you get to do that anymore?
1: No, I did it one time this year uh just we were short on short on crew and uh had an emergency thing, so I went out and it was it was beautiful yeah i uh I didn't want to go back to the office um it, yeah, the, I miss it, I miss it a lot
0: so are there people out there just living the life that we did like that every day still
1: uh yeah, oh yeah, right on yeah yeah, yeah, they're busting ass and getting a bunch of hours, and then they're sitting at home right now.
0: Just playing Xbox, eating fucking Cheetos, the crunchy kind, right?
1: You're damn right. Fuck That's those all puffs.
0: Yeah, those were crazy days. So we essentially, you were the first person that I worked with when I started at 3D Specialties or Dakota Fence. And uh, we pretty much did like, we put up signs like permanent, uh, permanent and uh, what would you call them, I guess?
1: Road construction
2: signs. Road construction and,
0: temporary you know. permanence. Yeah. And we pretty much just like rode together in a truck all over North Dakota and, um. Just listen to music.
2: Yeah,
1: that's pretty much what it was. Had the the old, uh, like, Generation 1 iPod with, you know, with the touch uh, circle on the front. You know, no no bullshit, no apps, no nothing, just music on that thing.
0: That was like the Pandora's box of, of like, my metal experience. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, that thing opened me up to so many... There was so much music, not even metal. I, it was crazy that 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 I didn't even think about it. It was on that iPod.
1: Yeah, had a little leather, you know, case. It, it was actually kind of kind of stupid looking, but it, it got the job done. And that's it, all we listened to. It was awesome.
0: It was awesome, and you just kind of had like a plethora of music already built up, and it was fucking. It blew my fucking mind. Unbelievable. Yeah, it,
1: I got a bunch of music from a buddy years ago. I still have it. You know, it's the like forty five thousand songs. I got. You know, everything from. I mean, I got classical music all the way to you know the heaviest of metal and to you know christian rock whatever but yeah i had i had the most of the good stuff on there i think we that's when we were doing uh you know uh 12 stones
0: oh 12 stones yeah
1: yeah uh you know even had lamb of god back then and i mean yeah it was from one end of the spectrum to the other i think we even had some dax rigs on there and
0: I still listen to dax rigs on a regular basis
1: yeah, I just put some Dead Boy and the Elephant Man back on my phone uh, just the other day.
0: And then Nonpoint all the time. That's crazy.
1: Yep, yep, definitely. A big fan of Justin. Nonpoint.
0: Man, that was, like, huge for us. Like, that that was, like, kind of what turned me on to metal, and you were the one that showed me Nonpoint. And then we found out about um, Octane, and then we found out about li- uh, w- or Liquid Metal on on XM, and then that kind of just, like, opened up the kind of horizons, too. And then we found out about Jason Ellis on faction and you're the one that introduced me to Jason Ellis. And I listened to that shit for, I've listened to of the, all the things in my life from that, from what, what, what was that? Like 2005, 2006, we started working together probably.
1: Yeah. 2006. Yeah. yeah
0: And ever since then, that's like the one thing in my life that's never gone away was Jason Ellis. And you're the guy, you're the one that fucking showed me that you're like, you gotta, sometimes this guy gets a little crazy, but you gotta just listen to this. And, I, and then I changed, I listened to it and I was like, Holy fuck, this, this is so important. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know I got to the point where it's like, hey, it's 2 o'clock, we got to turn the music off, Jason Els is on, I'm like, god damn it,
0: Yeah, I what know. did I do? I know, exactly, you were like, fuck, I just got like infatuated with it, because I knew right then and there, I was just like, this is fucking awesome, like, no, finally somebody talking about something that I want to listen to, you know? Yep. And it was metal, and it was fucking awesome, and he was a huge Pantera and Metallica fan, and it was, it was pretty cool. Yep. What do you listen to right now? Like, I mean, what's your go-to song?
1: uh right now i i would if i'd say go to i guess uh if i don't want to think about it and just hit play i the new uh uh bring me the horizon that's your uh, stuff cd
0: the new bring me the horizon
1: yeah, cd yeah 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 they're pretty good other than that that's a, that's really all the newer stuff i listen to like the new new stuff i, I kind of revert back uh to some Opeth and uh you know gojira and stuff but no, I listen to all of it. I've actually uh, for Christmas, I got I got asked for and got a classical uh, guitar tablature book. So it's got you know Bach and some Mozart and you know Fury Lease and stuff like that. I've been just trying to trying to get my fingers back into some guitar shape.
0: Get the old strums back, the old, yeah. the old fiddle diddle. Yeah, so no, it's uh, what, I got to
1: rebuild these calluses.
0: Rebuild them. That's true. It's I tried playing the other day for like more than fifteen minutes and it was over with. I forgot all about it it's crazy
1: actually for christmas tiffany and i got uh got each other this 23 and me it's like 200 bucks for like the the premium package or whatever but it'll kind of take your dna and it'll break down like your you know you can do like ancestry it'll tell you like your origins and you know like if you have any like neanderthal in your dna and um It'll all, it also goes into, like, medical. It, it takes your, uh, it looks at these, like, 42, like, uh, uh, carrier uh, genes, you know, like sickle cell anemia or something that you could pass on to your kids. And, you know, if you're a carrier of this certain mutation or whatever the hell it is. I wouldn't is. look
0: at that part. There's no fucking way. I'd be like, I'm not looking at that part.
1: Yeah, and it, it, they have a disclaimer even that says that you know once you once you know this knowledge, you know obviously you can't unknow it. So you know beware. Um, but you Did know you look? there's forty forty. Yeah, well, yeah, there's forty two of them, and we both uh, they didn't detect any any uh, um, of the variant or whatever Woo! it is. So party. You know, no, it's it's good to know, and then yeah. then if you
0: it's playing the lottery, dude. It's playing like, like mental anxiety launder or lo- uh, lottery.
1: Yeah, kind of, but, you know, just <laughs> it, it knowledge is power, I guess. So, you know, if you want to, if you, if, I, if I guess the smart thing would be to do it before you have kids so you can kind of have a game plan or something. But, you know, we obviously we did it after, um, but it turned out neither one of us were a carrier of those particular ones. It doesn't mean that, you know, it can't happen or you're not going to get cancer or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it, it's these certain ones that, that they, they look for. for and,
0: yeah. So they send you like a kit, you spit in it or what? you got to
1: yeah yeah you spit in it and uh you send them your in, spit
0: and then they tell you pretty much everything about your
1: yeah it'll even tell you i mean you know obviously they don't know you um well yeah no <laughs> so but they can tell you you know you're 93% likely to have blue eyes or you're uh, 93% or and i think one of them said like uh i was uh 60% likely to um not sneeze when I'm introduced to sudden sunlight or something, you know, something crazy like the Weird. sneeze reflex or something. It's
0: crazy. You
1: know, it, you're, it, you're, uh, so what, it, what,
0: so you got your results. Like, so what are you like? What are you made of? What is Schrader?
1: Uh, actually, uh, there was some of it. It, it, it was too, it, too broad, um, to, you know, they said that they can, they can kind of place some of it, um, uh, in a particular area in, in Europe. Um, uh, but they couldn't, you know, pick out, you know, was it Irish or whatever, but you know, uh, 17% Irish, um, you know, and then like, uh, there was even a little bit of, uh, Scandinavian, um, yeah. some German, some German French, nice. uh, and then the other, the other part, like there was about 40% that they couldn't like specify, but they knew it came from that same area. So I, and I know I'm like 75% or close to, uh, 75% German. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: um, but uh, yeah, then you know I definitely got uh, roots to the Neanderthals. Um,
0: Knuckle dragon.
1: Yep, you're damn right. <laughs> I knew
0: it. Just look at your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you're a Neanderthal before you even told me. I was gonna ask, but I was like, he is. I'm not even gonna. He'll get to it.
1: No, and then uh, yeah, there's some other stuff in there that I had no idea. I don't even know what it is.
0: Did um, you make like a funny reaction to Tiffany when you found when you read it and you're like, I'm 40% Neanderthal or whatever? Did you did you like run through the house like a gorilla or anything?
1: No, but I yeah I made I made fun of her a little bit because I was like I told you you were twenty seven or you know a quarter Jewish because she she turns out she is. Oh really? Yeah, which I think is really cool. And I and I already knew that because I guess that was the point I was getting to was that was our Christmas gift to each other. Um, but I wanted to do something else.
0: That's such an um, awesome Christmas gift.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I thought, I thought it was, you know, when she brought it to me and said, I would like to do this, you know, and, you know, and then we just won't get each other anything else. I thought, yeah, that's it. I'm down with that. So we each got this done and I wanted to add a little bit and I know she's sneaky and she wasn't going to not just get me that. So um, I wanted to go a little further and I actually subscribed to ancestry.com and started digging into her family and my family and, it's it's like an it, it's an addiction. I was up till three o'clock in the morning last night looking for her great grandfather. Finally found him, Norwegian, and uh, you're Nor- Norwegian. So mm. you would uh, you probably like this little bit of information. Um, <clears throat> Norwegians when they named uh, their sons or daughters, um, it, it wasn't like the traditional like you know you know Brenton middle name last name you know your surname or whatever. It was your your given name. So it'd be like for me, no, it would be Josh, of course. And then my middle name would be Doyle's son, because I'm Doyle's son. So that's where, like, John's son came from. Oh, yeah. And, like, so that that's where Johnson came from. That's oh. where that name actually came from. Was And then if it was John's daughter, that's what her, her name was. It'd be, like, you know, uh, like Maya, Josh's daughter or John's daughter and then the last name was actually like the farm or like city or some kind of like area that they lived. So if you moved from that farm to another farm your last name actually changed. So it's really really hard hmm. to trace um what your like where your ancestors um were or where they came from exactly or what their names were, but they also were really good at documenting things through church parishes and things so you can find it and i like i found her uh, her grandpa or her, her great grandpa um and his last name wasn't her maiden name you know it it was it was when he came to the states it became his last name but it was not his actual name at birth so it was really hard to find but i did find it through uh 1878 church parish records in uh Sigdal Norway you That's know crazy
0: it's, yeah and it's like I had an addiction no idea. So. i never even knew that
1: it yeah, makes so much it, sense and burdal actually, um, bur, uh, actually means, um, uh, female bear. Really? Yeah. And that then a doll is, uh, uh valley. Hmm. Um, so, or, or another interpretation is bur means berry and then valley. So it's either like mama bear, like big protective mama bear valley oh,
2: or yeah.
1: berry valley. And that's where your name comes from. Holy and shit. that's where a lot of those come from. Like a lot of the names kind of described, you know, like a, like a fjord or like a, 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 yeah. a, a mountain or
0: whatever. I fucking love berries <laughs> and I love bears. Yeah. My son's nickname is named bear.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, it's not, it's not uh it, I don't think it's female bear as far as like a, a giving it a gender, a, yeah. more of a protective, uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, so it's oh, like oh yeah, there's uh,
0: definitely a large feminine streak in all the men in, in my family. No, I'm just kidding. It, I'm joking.
1: Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but all the Birdall women are
0: very strong. Like you know, I mean, that's that's I can't believe you just come dropping off with. I've gone 32 years and I don't had never knew that, and you just come dropping off with what my fucking last name means. Just
1: yeah, yeah, I did a little oof. research, you know.
0: Mind blown! You, you just pulled that out right now.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I don't that, even know what the fuck to do. I'm like sitting in my is, basement is like Yeah. It costs a little bit of money. There's there's a there's a monthly charge for it, but uh uh it I don't know. It's, it's uh, I don't even play video games. Well, now Maybe you have 20. access
0: to it. So you could just tell people what their last names mean. Mine means Barry Valley.
1: Oh, you could just Google that.
0: It, it's it, it's so fitting too because um I love Boone's Farm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and what's that yeah. winterberry, you know, Norwegian, it's winter, winterberry. Uh, what was it? Meadow or
1: Valley, uh, Valley, winterberry
0: valley. valley. And I love winterberry boons farm. So it's like, I knew that there was something going on there.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. oh, it's, it's all linked.
0: It is. Wow. <laughs> How serendipitous. <laughs> 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 oh, So you're part Neanderthal. That's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, well, everybody, uh, well not everybody is, well, but, not, yeah, but a good majority of people are. And then also by doing that they, they they trace certain uh genes that can get passed down. And what's crazy is the 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 males that um have their DNA uh analyzed like this, um I can they can trace certain um uh genes or or fragments of my DNA. Or, I'm not sure what the the correct terminology is for all this stuff, but um they can trace certain ones that go all the way back. Um, like your mother's mother's mother's, you know, on your on your mom's side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the males they they can do your mother's uh, mother's mother's mother, and they can do your dad's 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 dad. So you can trace the, both the male and female from you know the respective sides. Where females um, where it comes into like the X and Y chromosomes and all that, they can only do the mothers. They can't see where they don't get the male side that sticks into their DNA. So they can't trace their huh. male side. Yeah. So, but in tracing mine, um, like my mother's mother's side, whatever, th- there's a certain fragment of my DNA or whatever it is that is like 15,000 years old. Shit. And, in it, and it tells you where they originated from, how they migrated, you know, after the glaciers melted, they kind of moved over into this area and whatever. And it's actually rare to find that uh, particular thing outside of Europe. Um, so, me and my sister having that, and, you know, obviously my mom and her mom or whatever, it's, it's rare because we're in the United States. Wow. Not, and then on my dad's side, um, so my dad's dad's dad passed down through the males, um, is like, they figure anywhere from 45,000 to 54,000 years old. And it also, um, with having that particular piece that's been transferred through the DNA throughout the, you know, centuries and, you know, millennia or whatever… Yeah. Um, I am, I share an ancestor with King James, the 16th of France,
0: King James, the 16th of France.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about him. I guess, you know, I mean, you can Google him and there's, you know, paintings and stuff of him. So, I mean, he had well, to
0: have been, which one was it again? King James. What is it? So you're related to royalty.
1: Well, I share a strand of DNA. Um, I share with an ancient ancestor with Oh. It, they're called they're called haplogroups and my male side my paternal haplogroup is like it's actually got a name it's G M342 but uh it it says uh, let's see this particular haplogroup um branched off from the rest of the H group in Iberia expanded uh across most of western Europe after glaciers receded today it's distributed um whatever and see
0: so you were, you were, your, your ancestry comes from like Central Europe. Everybody's DNA tracked back to like these groups that can be managed, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's unbelievable. I'm intrigued. Yeah, and
1: it, it's actually King Louis the Sixteenth.
0: King Louis the Sixteenth. Yeah. I'm, uh King Louis, the, and he was the king of France. Oh, King Louis, ha
1: oh, ha, oh. the Sixteenth.
0: <laughs> so. So you're French.
1: Uh, just a little bit. Well, f- uh, French and German, I guess. I'm like, uh, you know, 12% or something like that.
0: Yeah, Nothing uh, too crazy to report. I mean, I don't, he, he didn't, I'm sure that it was a He different... was be- beheaded. The, I mean, that's about all I know. He was beheaded, yeah. Hmm. From uh, absolute monarch to France from 1774 to 1789. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. It's unbelievable.
1: Hmm. Yep, just from spitting in a bottle.
0: Just from spitting in a bottle, they got you. He, I mean, you know what? Like, at the age of 20, dude, he kind of looks like you. <laughs> if you pull up the Wikipedia page, and I'll post a picture, like, it, if you had hair, like, curly gray, like, colonial curly hair, it kind of looks like you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's Schrader. I, and I can see what he looks like when he's older. I know what you're going to look like. You and fat, Doyle. It looks like, it looks like Doyle. No, not fat and bald. Like the strong <laughs> nose, the strong Schrader nose.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I saw that too.
0: You did see it. <laughs> yeah.
1: 50, but it's not like I'm necessarily related to 55,
0: him. 55,000 years of Schrader nose.
1: It, yep. That, it, that's the one thing that stuck. <laughs> <laughs> strong nose. It came
0: from their Neanderthal uh, ancestors.
1: Smelling the future since fifty-four
0: thousand the- <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh, that's that's how that's been a joke for how many years? <laughs> I don't even know. No, I'm just I we just the shit that you get and are a good sport about. But uh, Schrader can smell the future. Schrader can smell, um, you know, uh, cooked meats from a long ways away. Uh, he can smell bullshit most of the time. So it's a it's a good trait that's been passed down.
1: I can yeah, I can even dissect gas and tell you what you ate.
0: That that's right. Like wheezing. Like wheezing like it's biodome. Keep on wheezing. That's the best shit ever. I'm working in a truck with you for a number of years. Uh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I knew you liked ranch before you even told me. <laughs>
0: I apologize not only for my gas but the size of your nose because it was probably 5x. <laughs> if it were gills, you would have no problem gathering air through the ocean. That's all no, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're called nils, nose gills. So if you had to pick like a favorite, like what's your favorite pop song out right now? Pop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Give me an example <laughs> pop, like what
0: like something on the radio, like probably what's Tiffany's favorite song
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't listen to the radio, I guess I just listen to like how much stuff. pop
0: do you hear on a normal basis, like if you're taking the kid to target you and tiffany and and your daughter headed to target for just a few things and like you know what's the radio station on who gets control of it
1: No, no. no. The, our vehicle has where a hard drive. So I have like 2,000 songs already downloaded into the vehicle. And I, uh, the radio doesn't come on. Every once in a while, she'll turn it on to, uh, you know, Sirius and she'll go to Octane or even sometimes she'll do like some, some 90s or something like
0: that. Oh, that's awesome. Like that's, that's perfect. That's, I'm cool with that. (laughs) No, uh, no, no, no arguments here when it comes to that. That's cool. Sounds like either country, like pop country. She loves the good stuff, too, but it's, like, pop country. Oh, man. Or it's, um, you know, like the 93.7s or whatever with, I don't know. Sometimes you get some good stuff, but it's just it's hard to listen to a little bit.
1: No, I can't. uh, I don't. The only time I really hear anything on the radio, especially, like, 93.7 style is yeah. Just passing other people's offices and catching actually the girl next to me, the office next to me, I always hear this, this music and it's exactly the same beat, uh, as the hold music for the unemployment insurance, uh, oh, I line, remember that. the, dun, dun, whatever, I'm not going to hum it, but, yeah. uh, it, uh, it's exactly the same. It was driving me nuts forever. And I'm like, is this just, is it, is this a cruel joke that this, the unemployment is uh, getting stuck in my head and I, and I, I don't get laid off anymore. And finally I figured out it was coming from her office and I don't even know what it is, like some Ciara song or something, but it's like she stole it from the North Dakota job service fricking Or you have to call
0: to get your money put on there every month or check your balance or do whatever. Check in. You have to check in to get your money on your U S bank card when you're laid off.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's the whole music. So and, it's like the uh,
0: universe's way of fucking with you because you don't get to be laid off anymore, and you have to sit in this trance in your office, listen and listen to like the memories of when you used to get money just by one phone call. Yep. And then yep,
1: F- five minutes of work, and you know you get a couple hundred bucks a week. Yeah. And then
0: yeah. I would show up, or we would show up somewhere together about I don't know eleven a.m., noon, and usually we were. Probably not the healthiest individuals at the time. We probably started with a cheap beer of uh, of the sorts of like a uh, Bush Light or, you know, yeah, Old Mill Key Light, Key Light, or and a shot of Jack Daniels uh, with the old Schrader mouth gargle, and then it was on <laughs> to doing whatever we whatever we wanted.
2: Yeah,
1: was- messing with uh, mixing boards and sonar and piecing piecing things together, old crappy computers and. You
0: know, still do that. I just did that before this. This is what we've been doing. We're still. I know. You made the comment before we started. You're like, it's, it's nothing's changed. <laughs>
1: like, no, it's it's the same thing. You're always gonna have problems. You always gotta, yeah.
0: For for those who don't know, Josh uh, Josh Schrader and I essentially um, we were the original, the beginning, I guess, of the two. We were the two original founders of Semi Stranded. So um, it kind of everyone. You know, we were the guitar the you were the guitar player, um, and I was the singer, and then we needed drummer and we needed a bassist, so we found that, but it pretty much just started with me and Schrader in his basement just with like nothing. And acoustic guitars and that iPad or excuse me, that iPod that you had. And that's kind of what started um a band that we were in. Uh how long have we played for a few years, what? Probably like three?
1: Yeah, I think it was the end of was it the end of two thousand six no, it was two thousand seven to 2010 yeah yeah, not, yeah the end of yeah it was just before the flood i think so yeah 2010
0: so we essentially just kind of started a band from nothing we didn't like st- we didn't transfer into another band we just essentially started a fucking band just because yeah, we wanted really to try to we didn't even think about it just no it,
1: it pretty much it, what it came down to is uh we were always just jamming some acoustic and and whatever in the in my basement and you're not the quietest of people uh, when you talk, let alone sing and Tiffany was like, "You know, I go to work in the morning, you guys are laid off and you know, <laughs> yeah. you, and it uh, just turned into well, we got to find somewhere and My mom just happened to have this place for 100 bucks a month and um that that she knew a guy that was uh, that had an opening, so we got the space and it just kind of blew up two months later. We we're playing our first show at sixty two doors
0: that's crazy. I remember that I still have pictures of that. Downtown Minot, sixty-two doors. It was like a, oh, it was a collaborative artist workspace area where you could yeah. rent your own area to do uh, anything. You could any any uh, artistic outlet. It's still open, I believe. I'm not actually sure, but it was it was an it was one it was we were very spoiled to be able to start our our debut there. It was awesome. We just kind of knew the right people and everything worked out.
1: Yeah, I was nervous as hell. I didn't think we were ready, and it did, and just worked out so good. Then next thing you know, we we're just playing playing little basement shows and red carpet and yeah, it just, it, it worked out.
0: Before you do anything great, you get this nervous feeling. And then when you're doing, when you're, when you're doing what's great and you don't even have to try, just something just happens in you where you just fucking pull it off. Like that's the best, you know, that Oh yeah, all great things happen like that. They happen with like a ridiculous amount of nerves. And then all of a sudden you're so like into what you're doing. The nerves just go away and then things just happen and you just roll.
1: Yeah, the next thing you know, you're on the other side of it going, that was awesome. I know, like,
0: <laughs> drinking beers in the alley. Like, fuck yeah. Where, yep. What are we doing? Where are we going? Fuck yeah. We didn't have a care in the world except for throwing sandbags and signs and fucking making rock and roll.
1: Yep, it was awesome.
0: Fuck yeah, the golden days.
1: Yeah, I definitely miss it. I miss it. Uh, wish I could uh, not necessarily go, go back and uh, do it all again, but I wish I could visit. I wish I could go back and visit.
0: Me too. I wish we could just walk into that, into Econo storage. Uh, We called it the studio, so that's what I'm calling it, forever. So Yeah, no,
1: it was the studio. And we
0: had a recording set up, and it had a studio with soundproofing, so it was legitimate. I'll call it the studio. I wish we could just walk in there again and just, like, sit on an amp and have a cigarette and, you know, like, just laugh at whoever the fuck we were laughing at at the time or Or just Pass
1: around some grandpa's wine. Grandpa's
0: wine. Yeah, your grandpa makes wine. Some of the most delicious homemade wine I've ever, ever sampled in my life. So good.
1: Good and potent.
0: Good and potent. And it it was definitely, it was like aiming fluid. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You hit bullseyes and fucking home runs with that stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of songs,
0: a lot of songs that were definitely, you know, directly um, attributed to grandpa's wine.
1: Oh yeah, that was definitely the, the fuel to get some some creative juices flowing.
0: I would just want to smell what it smelt like in there, you know, like three different types of cigarettes. Uh, you know, burning uh atmosphere due to the uh, large amount of tube damps that we had in there.
1: Yeah, just, beers that had spilt and beers, never been yeah, cleaned yeah, moldy up. Moldy
0: beers, uh empty bags of chips that were left in the corner.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chips dollar were like, dollar slices of pizza from yeah, oh, the gas station. Oh yeah.
0: Bags of chips were like a fucking... They were like a pot of gold in that place. They'd last like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was like hyenas. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, I definitely definitely miss it.
0: I laughed in that fucking studio. I cried. I I don't know. I don't remember shitting my pants, but it probably happened.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that happening, but it probably did.
0: Who knows? There was a lot of long nights. Uh, so... <clears throat> I just, I don't know. It's just it's fun to think about if we all could go back, but it would be fun to get everyone together.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know technology now, yeah, you can obviously do, you know, some collaborative stuff, you know, from across, our, from around the world, really. Yeah. Uh, but um, Andy has been doing some stuff pretty cool with the acapella. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'd have to send you some he did. stuff. He sent, me, did. he
0: sent me all of his stuff. It's amazing. He redid some of our stuff with it. It's It's really cool.
1: Yeah, he just got back into it now because he's laid off, of course, so he just got back into doing it and sent me some other stuff. Yeah, he's definitely...
0: Well, let's get one. Let's do it. Let's just promise it on here that we're going to come up with a song in like two weeks. So here you go, Andy. We're making a song. We're going to debut it on the podcast two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Just send it around and you can add what you need to and, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, uh, for Christmas, also got a uh, MIDI uh, plug-in for guitar, so I can go on GarageBand and do the same thing on there. And Andy, supposedly, is really good. He was going to give me a crash course kind of thing, one of these free weekends coming up. So.
0: Well, fucking the boys are back in town. Where the fuck does Richard, where does Richard Ferguson live these days?
1: Uh, he's in North Carolina as far as I know. I haven't talked to him for a while. Um,
0: we need to get him out of the fucking caves, too.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard from him for a, for a while. Uh, I don't know. He he's down there. Sounds like he got a a decent job and was going through some training or something. And that that's the last I really heard about it. Yeah. So and that.
0: So when we were talking about, you know, you with the with the way things and technology is and the way things are now, you know, that people are just like writing music and they're not even in the same place. That's that's really crazy. I mean, if you really think about what that actually you know is it's you know and this this keeps coming up in, in past podcasts but do you think people are disconnected with their phones and, and where do you think that's leading you know like what's your opinion on the subject do you think we yeah, should take it away I, from the kids and make them talk to each other or do you think that it's a you know do you think that it's a just a necessary technology and that's what like the times are coming to or
1: i think it's yeah i think it's you just got to kind of you know find it a, a good even ground we're we're uh Talking about that, you know, with you know, using the iPad or the the TV or whatever as a as a basically a, a digital babysitter, um, and not wanting to do that, but at the same time, you can't you can't keep it away from them because then they'll you know once they get out into the real world, you know, even even in you know school, they have iPads and stuff now, and they have to know how to to, to use that stuff. So, I mean, you just got to kind of I don't like just social media and stuff. I don't think is necessary, but you know if you want. Learning programs, Mickey Mouse Club, whatever you know. Of yeah. course, I think some of that's going to be necessary, and know how to use that stuff. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely watch the the social media. I believe.
0: Yeah, the social media is tough. I don't know when or what age a child or your you know your daughter needs to be fucking around with social media. Definitely, I yeah. don't know. It's a it's a slippery slope. It I is. don't even want to think about that. Like I'm not gonna think about it. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> no, I
1: think about it, and then, yeah, I, I think about it real quick, and then we, we put it away. We got time to definitely uh, – I think we know where we stand, both Tiffany and I, so it'll
0: – You just wait till you I, have two kids, and they're both screaming at the top of their lungs and throwing things at you, and then you put on <laughs> bubble guppies, and they're both like little fucking zombies at the TV, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah judge, here's the iPad. Judge Sit me, down. motherfuckers. Judge me. <laughs> judge me all you'd like. Or when you're in Walmart and you got both of them screaming in two carts, two carts of screaming kids, and you just hand them your phone with whatever, you know, a game or whatever, you know, then it's like people are looking at me like the parents that have two kids are like giving me the nod, like, oh, yeah, we know. We're, yeah, it's all good, brother.
2: We're all on the same boat here.
0: We know exactly what's going on. And then like the, the pretentious people that are like too beautiful to have kids are just looking at us like, oh, my God, look at it. their kids on their phone, you know.
1: And I just like yeah, yeah. bark at
0: them like, shut up, bitch yep the fuck out of here honey get the microwave popcorn let's get out of this place you know (laughs) fargo's so judgy i'm just kidding (laughs) so it's cute you guys you know it's funny how parents progress but we'll talk to you in about seven months and you'll be singing the song to fucking sophia the first
1: i already got mickey mouse club down so
0: see you're you're set no i know uh sometimes i'm guilty of that too but sometimes um when you're trying to get when you actually have to get things done in your home you know like I don't God forbid that I get left alone with both my children and have to shower. I don't even know what would happen. You know wouldn't how, shower. I don't know how Sam does it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I made a cage, honey. Look, I made a cage, you know.
1: So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. When it's my when it's my you know, we'll we'll take turns, you know, on the weekend. you usually I'll let Tiffany sleep in a day and then she'll let me sleep in a day and then uh uh on my day, she'll wake up. She'll come out, you know, still early, but you know, not as early. But she'll come out at eight o'clock or whatever. And I got like a blanket fortress, so she can't crawl past this. And I got pillows <laughs> all around like the
2: cat
0: bed, and
1: so she can't, so she can't get over to the cat and pull his tail. You
0: passed out on the couch with drool going down your beard. <laughs>
1: yeah, she or wakes sometimes you I'll up with an open hand slap. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. I'll lay down and be the barrier. That way, I can close my eyes. And if she starts <laughs> getting somewhere where she shouldn't be, she'll wake me up a little bit. Yeah, because she
0: bumps into you. That's perfect. You find a cor- <laughs> there. You go, Dad. You find a corner of your room or like your couch sectional, and you just you just like span your body in like you know what I mean, <laughs> like oh with a make it a triangle. And then if your child tries to crawl over you, it just wakes you up. It's the perfect babysitting strategy. You're welcome. From yeah, exactly. The What's up podcast.
1: When they start. When they start walking and being able to go over some obstacles, you got to set trip lines and stuff. Just you know,
0: <laughs> trip lines like alarms that go off. I need to yep. do that. We had to take my daughter's lock and turn it around the other way, so she's essentially a prisoner after eight thirty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling you know, I have a feeling we're doing something like that. Too. Judge
0: me. You come. You come to my house and deal with it. We'll see what happens.
1: No judging here.
0: No judgment. F- judgment free zone.
1: Yeah. No, I'm taking notes.
0: So, um you brought up the flood earlier and, and you went through the flood, your house was flooded. You uh re didn't you remodel your home, um and then in a short amount of time after uh you completely your house was almost a complete loss. You gutted it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I gutted the inside and washed it all down, dried it all out and what was that like?
0: I mean, can you can you even explain uh how that feels to like you you guys got quite a bit of things removed, right? But still you lost your home
1: yeah i mean we got everything out um i think we only lost a couple of things had, like, some clothes and uh like a computer desk or something that i hated anyway so
0: you left um, that desk you're like yeah you just sit there you fucking desk you heavy stupid yeah. desk yours is coming yeah. yours is coming
1: yeah yeah warp you son of a
0: bitch put a fucking cinder block on top of it just to make sure <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> my no. fucking foot on you 15 times desk
1: no i hated it and it uh yeah it was gone
0: did, did it just float away
1: No, it didn't float away. It basically crumbled in place. It was one of those particle board, you know, whatever. Yeah,
0: real nice ones. Ikea. Yeah. Ikea one. Yep, Yep. pretty much, yeah. So you pretty much, uh, and you guys, uh, did you, where did you stay?
1: uh, We actually, Tiffany uh, worked at a hotel at that point, and so we stayed in the hotel for, um... I don't even know, a couple of weeks and then at that point my parents had gotten they had just gotten some uh some flooding in their in their basement. So once they got their stuff kind of situated, um then we moved in with them for a while. It was uh it was it Shout was Shout out to Doyle. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was about two years.
0: Oh I think crap.
1: It, it wasn't that bad actually. I mean well, once no, I, you got the basement done there was like two living rooms and
0: Yeah, you know. I can imagine. I've yeah. seen it before it was flooded, so I'm sure it was just as nice.
1: Yeah, and Everybody got along. Everything you know, it was that was not a problem. That was not the issue. But
0: yeah, but I've, let's just like you know, but there's your home <laughs> that you remodeled yeah, and it fucking flooded.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, but I had I had buddies that worked uh, in, in in carpentry and you know built homes for a living, and I always kind of envied them knowing how to do that. And um you know, I thought I would never have that opportunity. Didn't expect to, to have that opportunity the way it happened, but I kind of know how to build a home now. I, I mean, I did all the plumbing. I pretty much did everything except for the furnace and, and you know, like the countertop and stuff, you know, everything else, you know, uh, the flooring and, and I moved some walls around and we redid did all the plumbing and, you know, we did all that. I, I helped with the, ele- the electrical. I didn't actually wire it into the box, but I helped pull all the lines. and So I know how to do that now. So, I mean, I, there's a lot of people out there that got, you know, the, uh, sore feelings about the whole thing. And if you look back throughout history and you, you know, your parents, your grandparents and, you know, so on, there's always been something that, you know, you know, they, there's the the depression and there, you know, my, my grandparents down in uh, Rapid city, you know, there was the flood of, you know, 72 or whatever down there. And every generation goes through something. And if you, if you bellyache about it, you, you know, you're not going to learn anything, I guess. So I, uh, I don't know. I just took it in stride, just took it for what it was and,
0: Turned it into a it positive a, experience.
1: Yeah, it was an experience, and then you know, and now I know the ins and outs of this whole house, and uh, you know, I know if something goes wrong, I'm. It's probably my fault, and I know how to fix it.
0: So you just took it as a learning experience, and you know, just perseverance, man. North Dakota perseverance.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I and just there's tried people to... that
0: chose to take to do it to handle it that way, and there's people that chose. You're saying there's people that kind of chose to just give up and. Well, to say, walk away, yeah. walk
1: away. And, and for some people that was the better option. And sometimes I think that maybe that could have been the better option to just try to walk away and, you know, just get a, you know, try to get out from under the loan and everything. But at that, you know, I was being stubborn and, you know, I, I even talked to Tiffany's brother. He asked, you know, what my motivations were. And I just said, you know, I, I, I signed a contract, you know, to me, that's like a handshake, you know, with the bank. So I'm going to, I'm going to do everything in my power to uphold that uh, that agreement to, to, uh, pay this house off. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to live in it again. So I'm going to have to rebuild it. So we did, and we did some things, uh, uh, how we wanted to do them. And, you know, this house isn't big enough, uh, for more kids. So we're, you know, we're going to be getting out of here and uh, hopefully in a year or two anyways, but, but you, you know, it was a good learning like, experience.
0: Like beautifully and better than it was or originally, right? You know, essentially.
1: I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah definitely.
0: That's, I mean, that's a good attitude to have, you know, that's, that's the positivity that people need to find it. And it's just kind of like an attitude and a way of living your life that, um, you know, if you can't fucking change it, you know, you just need to try to have a good attitude about it and just push on.
1: Yeah. Roll the punches, punches, no, 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 no reason to stress about something you can't change.
0: So. Exactly. That's and you, you, there's no reason. Yeah. I'm finding that out. I'm like trying to, you know, I'm, I'm teaching myself that again and being taught that by other people that, there's no reason, you know, there's 10 reasons why it won't work. Probably you can come up with those, but there's no reason to, because it doesn't do anything for anybody. You know, it's, it's like, well, we can't do this because this might happen or we can't do this because that might happen. It's like, you never fucking know until you just do it. You know, that's why yeah, I, I always have a hard I, time making plans. Cause it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out when I fucking get there.
1: Yeah. You know, across that bridge and you get there exactly. and that, you know, the, going into it, I, we didn't know what, you know, how we were going to come up with the money for it, you know, and then, you know of course you got some fema money and all that and you know how are we going to make this work how where do you start i mean where do you start when your house is completely gutted i mean i don't even remember where i started i just i just i guess i put my head down and just did it and things just kind of progressed i had some some good friends uh brent and brian louser that uh had the tools and the know-how and they would you know they'd let me borrow anything i needed and they would show me a quick rundown on how to do something and then i'd take it from there and just kind of learn trial and error and you know, I'm better for it, I guess. I'm better for it today.
0: And that's a lot of things. Sometimes the hardest things in your life you you end up getting the most out of, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But it's hard to go into those things when you know they're going to be hard and just, like, have the <clears throat> the attitude or just trust yourself that it's going to work out.
1: Yeah, not. And, and I'm not trying to make it sound like every single day was just, eh, shrug my shoulders and cross everything. I mean, there were some hard days, of course. You know, it was it was a strain on a lot of people. It was... Uh, you know, it was it was hard even just personally myself sometimes, you know, to have to to put your head down and do that stuff. You know, it was definitely some hard days. But all in all, looking back, I guess I wouldn't change it.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that says a lot about who you are. That says a lot about what I've learned from you. That's, you know, it says probably a lot about well, who your dad is, too. You know, I mean, that's that's it, like that's Doyle's attitude uh, in a nutshell from his son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. That guy no, fucking fixes everything. I got to give him, yeah, a lot of credit for it. Cause he, he not only helped me to, uh, you know, kind of push me, you know, not to be, you know, to, to get things done at a quicker pace. He, uh, he had more knowledge than I did. So obviously he taught me a lot of things and, you know, he never had a bad idea. He's like, well, you yeah, no, well, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. And we're still working on it. I mean, I still got, you know, the basement to finish, uh, I'm almost done it, you know, walls are up and I just got, you know, little stupid things to do trim and stuff like that, but he's helping me the whole way. So
0: shout out to Doyle. Definitely. I feel like that breed of person or that North Dakota breed of, of like, um, you know, that type of mentality, like, I don't, I don't think it can ever go away. You know, I want to instill it into my children. I'm going to instill it into my son and my daughter. Exactly. And, yeah. and like, I, you know, I, I feel like it's, I hope that it's not going away. You know, that's like a, that's a fear because that's the great thing about how I've really become the person that I've become is because everyone around me just had like the stubbornness to not let things affect them. They just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I've ever been to a point where I've been dead ended to the point that I couldn't get somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. You always fucking figure something out, you know?
1: If things always work out to at least get you what you need, it yeah. might not be what you want, but it'll get to you what you, what you need at least. So but, you know, every generation, I, I, I don't know for 100%, but I can guarantee your dad probably thought the same thing. You know, the fucking men, the, the breed of real men are dying off, and, hit, you know, your grandpa probably thought the same thing. I, and so,
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say I hope they're not dying off. You know, I hope there's a renaissance of, of like, uh, going out and making shit with your hands and fixing it. And, you know, we, we all kind of drove shitty vehicles out of necessity, but we all knew how to work on them, you know? Yep. And, but now I'm like, I will not fucking work on another, never again. rest wow. of my life. Now it's harder. Yeah, you, it's harder and harder. You can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't anymore. That's kind of a weird thing. But then everyone, you know, once you once you realize what you want to do, then you just get an old car and work on it. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that that was my point is I'm pretty sure, you know, your dad or your grandpa had the same mentality, and it's that fear that that, that, that breed is going to die off that keeps it going. So. Oh, that's true. I,
0: I guess I understand completely what you're saying now. Yep. I I just I just hope that everyone else does too. <laughs> oh
1: no, I'm, yeah, I yeah, I we need I'm to sort of way. manly, I'm manly try man still some things, you know, I don't want things just handed to to Maya, you know, I want her to know how to change a tire and how to jump a car properly and you know, how like to jump. drive oh, yeah. <laughs> how to drive in the snow like nobody knows how to do, I guess. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's I you I mean, there's something that it's just everyday life for people in North Dakota and then you go somewhere where it's not and people are just thinking, like, look at you, you tell them stories, and they just look at you like you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, this is just normal life, you know? Yeah. Four feet of snow is just like, check out my new snowblower. Fucking on electric <laughs> start. Got a beer, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. you guys, you got guys going down the street in, uh, in snowmobiles.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I walked to the gas station during the last storm because there was no getting out. And uh, I got to the gas station, and there was, like, four snowmobiles and one stuck truck.
0: <laughs> That's a sweet name for a band. Four a, snowmobiles a song. and one stuck truck. Yeah, four snowmobiles and one stuck truck. We're here all night. <laughs> Try the Salisbury steak. Up oh, next, Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, hell yes. No, Garth Brooks, yeah, Garth Brooks impersonator. Yeah, I come out in like a checkered shirt, red and black checkered shirt. But I don't know the lyrics. You know, I just hack Not- it. Nah, just make them up. You're good at just that. make them up. Just make up my own Garth lyrics. I could do that. Do you remember that time we went hunting and we fucking shot that deer? Like, I don't know if it was last day or last weekend, like right before dark. Just me yep. and you, a bunch of not very skilled hunters. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we, get, I we, do. we get in this fucking, we get in the truck and we're just like, my dad kind of pointed up to the spot, gave us like farmer's directions, like, turn at the whiskey bottle. And we're like, I think we're at the <laughs> right place. And we fucking walk into this old farmstead and all of a sudden this big, beautiful doe just comes bouncing out with like this, the, like the sun just glistening off her perfectly. Like there was like an aura around this deer and Schrader just kaboom all day long. And we like look at each other. And then I think we busted into some kind of embarrassing dance. We might've knocked (laughs) heels you know like <laughs> yeah yeah. and then we're like fuck what do we do now
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we get over yeah get over there and i think you called your dad and you're like yeah
0: we got one over here and got one down
1: over here just like yeah like what, what Me- else
0: did you expect you know
1: <laughs> meanwhile i break out my uh my knife to to got it and it's the dullest freaking i might as well have had a spoon
2: I know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and finally your dad shows up and he's like here and he gets in there and just gets all bloody and i was like well that worked out pretty
2: goddamn
0: good yeah whoops <laughs> you fucking idiots <laughs> no so then we field dressed a deer and then we were pretty fucking pleased with ourselves I mean, yeah. I was, that was my first guiding experience and that was, uh, you know, I think, I feel like you knocked that thing down cause it was a little ways out and you know, it was perfect. It was majestic. Uh, no,
1: it was one of the better shots I've ever had.
0: Have you deer hunted, uh, uh recently or?
1: Uh, no, after the, uh, after the flood, we didn't, we didn't, uh, put in for tags for a couple of years and then we did put in, I actually got one, I think they got one last year and then we didn't get tags this year. We got denied on the lottery. So.
0: It's harder now, especially with this winter too. It's going to be even worse. Yeah, so the deer can't get down to the food, right?
1: Yeah, and then I guess they get trapped, and that's when the coyotes go for them. When they fall through the snow, and the coyotes oh, can actually man. run on top of it. So,
0: and the coyotes just come to like a pit of dinner.
1: But I've got a couple uh, a couple buddies that uh, bow hunt, and they've been, they've been successful. So,
0: I've always I've always had bows, you know, and I've always wanted to get back out there and get my chubby ass up into a tree stand and just like the like calm quiet shot of a bow like for us it's just like all right run through that hip high cattails until something scares the shit out of you and then takes off and then shoot it
1: basically yep
0: yeah it's like it's i don't know it's like flushing out anything it's like i don't know it's it's a rush it's it it takes a couple shots to get used to but then all of a sudden you can just do it it's crazy
1: it's not the same. Down, I hunted a little bit in the Black Hills, South Dakota, and uh, you know there you pretty much you find a good spot and you pull up, you park, you wait, and they come to you. Uh, you do that up here, and you're not going home with any 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 deer meat. So and you're just
0: gonna be cold, and crabby, Yep. unless you brought peppermint schnapps with, which I would not hunt and drink. But I'm just saying, if you were like the spotter,
1: just saying, yep,
0: yeah, it'd be a warm it'd be a warm situation. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> So you guys used to make your own sausage and everything. Like I've been to the operation in your in Doyle's garage. I mean, you had the fucking grind. You ground everything up and you push the the sausage into your own casing. And I've made sausage. My dad's got a pretty decent operation too. Um, but I remember just vividly us making sausage in your dad's garage.
1: Yeah, no, it still happens every year because even if we don't get tags, um, my grandpa, uh, 82 years old, still hunting elk, hunting everything. That's crazy. And, uh, uh, the last time I was down there, um, he had nine deer hanging in his garage. And it's all legal because they have, you know, Grattis they have more than one. Things? Yeah, they have more than one tag. I mean, and, and so I mean, you if you shoot your two tags that you get, then you can actually go down to the store. And if there's still tags left, you can just buy one.
0: That used to be the case in North Dakota as well for doe tags. Yeah. Not so much since the populations have really been staggered
1: yeah and black hills aren't having that problem apparently but yeah so we always we still always get enough you know i would say at least 50 pounds of of deer meat so then you know you you got 100 pounds of sausage right there
0: like what's your favorite way to prepare like deer or sausage or what's your favorite type of sausage
1: actually uh you know when you mix it you know 50 50 that's how we do it with uh you know, pork with a little bit of fat just to kind of get a uh, little juicier, and then you uh, mix in the uh, whatever that pink salt is that oh, kind yeah, of the so- cures it. You know, when you let it...
0: nitrate or I don't know. What the yep, that's exactly me. what when it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. It's a then, uh,
1: you Let it sit for 24 hours, and it kind of cures the meat. And uh, before we package it or, or uh, stuff it into the casings, we actually fry it up. You know, pour a little beer on the pan, and oh, yeah. you know, just just patty it up and just slap it right on. And oh, delicious. That, Honestly that's the best. It, I think it's better
0: than the sausage itself. I agree. I agree. It's just like you get that breakfast sausage. You can you can make breakfast sausage and you take like um kind of like chunked hash browns, like thicker hash browns, and you can get small chunked cheese. And you yep. and you put that in the sausage and mix that with the pork and the venison mixture and you just patty that up and it's like breakfast sausage. It's got your cheese, your potatoes, everything. All you need yep. is a heat source. And, exactly. a, and a fucking pocket knife and you're set. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've ever chopped up meat with one knife and eaten it more with anybody in my entire life than you. Like yeah. We were at my bachelor party, you know, we made ribeyes, these beautiful steaks, and nobody brought a fucking plate. So we <laughs> pulled up this big wooden stump and everyone just tossed their steak on there while we were cooking them, kind of two by two, and then we just hunked it up. Everyone walked in with their manly fucking pocket knives, hunked off a chunk, and we went about our business. And yep. like the conversations between men when they're holding a large hunk of ribeye in their hand or any type of freshly, um, you know, over the fire cooked meat is some of the best conversations you could ever have.
1: Damn right. And throw uh, some beer in there. Fuck.
0: We should. I want to start a cooking show where everything's cooked over open flames. And, and then we just stand and, and eat like hunk it off with our with that whatever, you know, pocket knife we have at the time and then just stand and then that that'll be the show. be like we we have a rosemary aioli that we've thrown in the fire (laughs) because fuck that (laughs) just a a bunch of
1: nods and and grunts Mm -hmm. i think
0: there's some salt and pepper under the seat of the truck get it you know (laughs) we used to eat out of a truck we like were gourmets out of a out of a single cab truck you had a there was a time where you had a crock pot that we ran it off the inverter and yep. you would just put a whole fucking chicken in there, and we would just cook a chicken.
1: Just cook it all day, and then just eat it with our greasy fucking fingers nasty and
0: tar, tar, sand-filled hands, just like some men.
1: Yep. Get in there with Miss your it. knife. Yeah, yeah. That, that grease is good for
0: you. Or, we, or we were sandwiching it. I'm sure there's still people that rock the, you know, the ice cooler. There's a different type of sandwich when you got your stuff in a cooler full of ice all day. You know, you got to make tactics so your bread doesn't doesn't get soggy. And it always re- re- it it has to require like some the shittiest meat you can find. You got to have like some cheap ass bologna in there.
1: Yeah, or like a big pack of like Carl Buttig or whatever. Oh yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> and then it's like anything fucking goes. Oh, we got croutons behind the seat. Croutons are going on the sandwich. Yep. It's it's similar to what I do at my work now because we always have lunches and stuff. I just call them fridge tacos. <laughs> and it's either like bread or tortillas, and then whatever I can put inside of them. Yep. We have some vegan employees where we did. They don't work there anymore, but they bought an abundance of these bean burgers. So I always get myself a bean burger because there's just a huge Costco pack of them that have been left over.
1: And how is that?
0: It's You can make them delicious with enough Tabasco and ranch dressing. I I huh. could eat a turd with, with enough ranch dressing or Tabasco sauce. Yep. But they're uh, actually yeah. very delicious, and they're good for you. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of Tabasco and ranch going on. But at 3 o'clock, if you've got busy and worked through lunch, you would eat anything.
1: Yeah. No, I I had a stash of some Pizza Corner pizzas in our freezer at work, and we got a pizzazz.
0: Ooh, the pizzazz. You can cook anything Uh, on a pizzazz.
1: Oh, yeah. No, uh, chicken wings uh, are the best on the pizzazz.
0: Is the pizzazz still a thing? Can you still get those?
1: Yes, you can. I got one for Christmas last year.
0: That's awesome. I need need to step up my pizzazz game. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> fridge tacos and and truck chickens, the good old days. Yep. Oh. And now
1: it's and now it's peach puffs and yogurt bites and oh, what? You
0: know, you end up eating those too. They're delicious. The little yogurt they, bites, the little yogurt puffs.
1: No, I was talking about that today. Those are actually good. I will sit there and
0: eat those with Maya. My wife gets so mad at me because all those little kid snacks are delicious. <laughs> the yeah. puffs, the Veggie Garden Gerber puffs. It's like, why can't they just make these for me?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, no, I, I, I make a point to try everything that she eats, and those are good. And, of course, the fruit, anything fruit is good. But there's some of that stuff, chicken, vegetable, or chicken noodle, or whatever it might be. I don't know what kind of chicken they're using, but that thing is... That's wild. That's a that's a wild Mexican chicken running around. <laughs> it it does it does not taste like any any chicken that I've had.
0: No. <laughs>
1: hilarious. And I'm just yeah trying to hold my 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 gross face back. And oh. no,
0: it's good here. Here, yeah. take a bite. Yep. <laughs> Eat me. it up. Mm, really good. Doing like the mm, you know the fake head nod, like trying to convince. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't work. No. No. My son will like get it in his mouth and then spit it everywhere. <laughs> like the like the fricking rhino on the YouTube video when he's like spins his tail and then just oh, I don't know yep. check it out just like rhino spinning tail you you'll get a decent little surprise I've seen it oh man that was something else but that's what my son does with his peas you know it just goes everywhere <laughs> I haven't had a clean shirt on for two fucking years you know what I mean like, I, the mouth goes no the right yet. mount the ra- like he pick him up face like little cute little snuggles goes right into my shirt. And his nose or his mouth or whatever, anything, it just goes right across, like, you know, my chest. And then it's over with. So I just gave up. I'm like, dad shirt, judge me, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do? So, um, you know, have you, you listen to podcasts? I
1: honestly, yours was the first one I listened to. Oh, my God.
0: Breakthrough, ladies and gentlemen. First podcast. (laughs) We got a virgin.
1: Yeah, no, I listened to uh, listened to your guys' uh, Christmas one. I, uh, I listened to the one where you were uh, in a hotel room by yourself at like 11 o'clock at night.
2: Oh, yeah, that was and, good. Enough.
1: And then, uh, yeah, and then I listened to your Perez one. And, yeah, those, I, honestly, I've never really listened to a podcast. I honestly didn't even really know
0: what they were. I get that a lot now. People don't know what podcasts are. They're like, uh, well, uh what is it? And, you know, like my, my father-in-law asked me today, and he's like, so he just. He's like, what are you? And he's even been on. I'm like, Steve, he probably doesn't remember too well because it was like the night before Thanksgiving. And he's like, I know you're doing this, but he's like, what exactly is this? And I'm like, it's like an internet radio. And they're like, oh, okay. They had no idea. He was even on a fucking episode and he still didn't know what it was. They just, my in-laws and like the people that come around here, I just, they see me sitting down in the, in the, you know, the basement just talking into a microphone for no reason. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and it's like I try to explain to people, and they're just like, "Okay, well, I don't get it." And I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> you will, because it's going to be the future."
1: No, and I, I mean, I, I kind of knew what they were. I mean, obviously, but I didn't, I didn't know that you could just do your own, just upload it. I didn't know Fuck that. Yeah, just, you can I,
0: do whatever I, you want to.
1: Yeah, I guess I didn't know. It was that. It was that uh, accessible.
0: Thank you, YouTube, I have to say.
1: No, it's awesome. It's definitely your bag. And I, definitely.
0: I, I like and love doing it. I think it's really fun. And, um, you know, I guess where, where I'm kind of going with it is because I know a bunch of awesome people with, like, positive outlooks, and I just want to share those. And you know what I mean? So where I'm, I think a good way to end it out would be um, what are some positive things that you do? Like, how do you start your day? You know? Um, how do you... First of all, number one, how do you start your day? And, and then uh, second being like, how do you pull yourself out of a, a shitty situation or how do you stay positive or what are some of the positive things that, that you may have figured out throughout your life that, you know, you think people should try if they're having an issue?
2: Hmm.
0: <laughs> you didn't read the email with this question? I'm just kidding. I didn't even send it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So how do you start your day? Like, how's the day as Josh Frader start?
1: Uh running late usually. <laughs> yeah. That's parenting <laughs> I,
0: there. That's that's it goes fucking hand in hand.
1: Yeah, no, that's just yeah, but that's me. I, I've always just been if always five minutes late. It's it
2: I trader I even, time.
1: It's I'm not trying. Yeah, it's trader time. I don't get it. I and I try and it, it pisses my dad off. It pisses Tiffany off. But I don't know. I it's 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 a it's a personality uh type I guess. I me don't
0: and know. you are the same, my friend.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm, I guess I, uh,
0: I'm trying to get mine down to five minutes.
1: I feel, I guess, you know, when you, when you say, oh, hey, you got 20 minutes, I think I can cram a bunch of stuff in, in 20 minutes. So, you know, oh, but know. then, you know, by the time I realize oh, I was wrong, it's too late and I'm late. Yep. So that's usually how my day starts. <laughs> you is, go with the uh, coffee or what brown, do
0: you do?
1: Yeah, no, I uh, coffee with a little bit of brown sugar and, uh, oh, brown and cream.
0: sugar. I didn't even ever think of that.
1: I didn't either. I ran out of white sugar, and I tried some brown sugar, and it's—you uh, you won't go back to white sugar once you try brown sugar.
0: Well, oh, it's kind of sacrilege to put sugar in coffee, but I feel like I'm gonna—if I'm gonna put sugar in the coffee, I think brown sugar is better because it has molasses in it, right? That's what brown it, sugar it, is.
1: Yeah, and you have to try it.
0: I will try it. I'll try it tomorrow morning. Do you? Are you like a Folgers guy, or do you like seek? I'm guessing now because you put sugar in your coffee, you're just drink used to drinking uh, Dakota Fence coffee or 3D Specialties coffee. But are you a coffee connoisseur of any type?
1: No, not really, but uh, I do have um, Folger's Butternut is by far the best. Four out of four grandparents will approve.
0: (laughs) You, you, yeah, you Butternut run out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm I'm telling you, that's what, that's what they have. And it's, I I never really uh, knew why. Anytime I went down to Rapid City to visit, no matter if I went to my mom's side or my dad's side, didn't matter. Uh, the coffee was always amazing.
2: Um, Folgers it just tasted butternut. better. And,
1: I, and it, it, it is partly because of the environment I'm in, but yeah. also it's. I found out it's because they both use butternut Folgers. It's the best, I'm telling Can you. Can
0: you acquire that at any grocery store?
1: Yeah, usually. You can't get it at, like, Walmart or anything, It, it but Marketplace here in town. Um,
0: I'm sure, like, Hornbacher's in Fargo or some, like, that. You're, you know, you're... Yeah, you're not going to find
1: it everywhere, but you'll find it at the at the bigger, you know more fully stocked places
0: so there it is the josh schrader recommendation for coffee he starts his day with a delicious cup of uh you know geriatric folgers butternut um <laughs> with a nice one dollop scoop of uh brown sugar mm. mm-hmm. and heavy cream we need a name for this drink what should we call it uh what's your grandpa's name
1: uh daryl or benno
0: oh we gotta we gotta who did you try it with first
1: I would, uh, I would, I would attach that to Benno for sure.
0: So the old Grandpa Benno. Yeah. That's the name of the drink.
1: The Grandpa Benno.
0: The Grandpa yep. Benno. I'm gonna try a Grandpa Benno.
1: Yeah, and he did the cream. He did white sugar though.
0: Ooh, so we're gonna we're gonna spice it up a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna come up with a name for it. We'll put we'll make it a poll. Like, what should we call Schrader's Grand? I think let's just call it Grandpa Coffee.
1: Gramp coffee works That's for me. Perfect.
0: I'm going to start my day with a delicious cup. I'm actually going to go on fucking Amazon right now and order some and I'm going to try it. So you guys should too. Hit up marketplace or hit up your local smaller medium-sized grocery store and check out the fucking Folgers butternut and get that mm. scoop of brown sugar.
1: That's right. Dark dark brown sugar.
0: Dark Oh, there's different? There's light and dark brown sugar? There is. Jesus, dude. You're you're adding you're adding layers to things that I didn't even know <laughs> could, could, could You've opened my eyes to so many things in these last forty seconds I don't even know how to react.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Ten, ten years ago I was I was tuning guitars getting ready for shows and now I'm talking about fucking dark and light
0: brown sugar. Brown
1: sugar. <laughs> I think it's I think
0: it's a good look on you. I think
1: <laughs> Hey no, I no, I like it. I'm I'm digging it.
0: I've always been intrigued by your cooking style and your, you know, beverage styles. So I think, you know, you could be onto something here.
1: I'm telling you, it's the best.
0: We should do a podcast segment where you go into old people's homes with that coffee and just be, you know, just like make conversation with, with, uh, you know, elderly people because they're probably very interesting.
1: I should just walk in there with a thermos full of, yeah, and, take and, a and then two cups and just walk in randomly and just yep. pour two cups and hand them one and just start talking.
0: We should, dude. That'd be the best idea ever.
1: <laughs> and they would love it.
0: Yep. Everybody, <laughs> uh, Josh Schrader, the new co host of the What's Up podcast, we're just, he's going to be our <laughs> field correspondent. Uh, we're going to send him out to, uh, gin rummy tournaments um quilting uh quilting summits <laughs> things like that yeah <laughs> um aren't you part of like a aren't you part of like the elks club
1: i was part of the moose for oh a the moose while. yeah the gathering yeah. of the moose no not i'm not anymore oh, um they i just like expire but
0: too wild or what
1: i never went the only time i ever go is when i go down to rapid city and uh my grandpa was the the governor of, of the branch down there for a year or two or whatever it was so now um you know we walk in and they know who we are in rapid city i don't even go to the one in minot so i just let it expire
0: they just let you in for free they're like he's good to go yep get him a budweiser yep perfect
2: yeah, pretty much.
0: You've always been a pretty healthy eating guy. Do you, start, do you usually start your morning with, like, you know, what's, is it healthy or is it like a burrito or what are you going for? Whatever is accessible?
1: Uh, either I don't eat Which or I'll eat, like, some kind of whatever oatmeal or bare naked oatmeal, whatever the hell that stuff's called, where it's got the flaxseed in it already. Oh, you've and,
0: always eaten that shit, man. Ugh.
1: Yeah, you just, just yeah, plug your nose, swallow it down.
0: Oatmeal, Schmote meal. It, no I'm going to I'm uh, making an attempt to try to have healthier breakfast as well and oatmeal just ends up being there and I found that the cold oats is the best way to go where you take like um you take like peanut butter and you take oats like um old fashioned oats and you take blueberries and shredded coconut non non sugared and uh you put it in a uh, Ziploc or, or not a Ziploc but a um whatever they're called Tupperware and then you pour skim milk over the top of it and then you let it sit overnight and then when you're when you're ten minutes late or fifteen minutes late like I am, I just grab it and by the time in the next morning at work you can either heat it up or just eat it cold and it's fucking delicious.
1: Sounds good. I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah, uh it's on the Dulce diet or something like that. I don't do the Dulce diet, but I have picked up a few things that I really liked from the Dulce. Uh that he's like an ex um I he's like a he was a fighter, I believe, Mike Dulce. Oh, Dolce? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Mike Dolce, I'm probably saying it wrong. And uh, I, I like illegally downloaded the cookbook offline and just grabbed a few breakfasts because I'm trying to start my day more positively. (laughs) And tomorrow or hopefully not, hopefully by next week I can get like some grandpa coffee in me and see how that goes.
1: I'm telling you, you, you're going to, you're going to be texting me as soon as you take that first sip and be like, God damn, you're right.
0: I will. I know it's going to happen too. Yeah, I've I i, mean, yeah. I, I I've been through many situations where I'm excited for it because you, you know, you wouldn't bullshit me on this.
1: No, no, no. Usually if I put my 100 percent guarantee on something, it's because I, you know,
0: I'm not a bullshitter. <laughs> the Schrader 100 percent guarantee.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: So, uh, you know, what are some of the positive things that you guys have been through some things? I mean, obviously, I mean, we all have. But what do you find gets you through the tough times? Whether uh, it's, like, the f- music, really. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with you 100%. Do you do you find yourself going back to the old stuff, or do you do you still find that it's exciting seeking out the new stuff?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I do try to actively seek out not new stuff as, as far as release dates, but new stuff to me.
0: Yeah, like broaden your musical horizons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just got that classical book. I've actually been downloading some, uh, you know, I've got Bach and Mozart and you know, that's not stuff I'm gonna jam on my way to work or even at work, but you know, when I'm at home just hanging out and you know, wanna pick up the guitar and play a little bit or something, yeah, I'll I'll definitely listen to that and try to get some influence from that stuff. Uh but you know, as far I, I don't even know. I, I guess I, I have music loaded on my phone, music loaded in my vehicle. I got an iPod at work that I have music loaded on and I I just usually just hit shuffle, but I also use Amazon Prime's music and uh I'll go through and I'll just say say you listen to kill switch engage so you might like this and I'll just click and I'll just download it for offline play and I'll plug my phone in and uh if I don't like it i delete it and I you know I've found a couple of bands that way so
0: That's a, I mean I, I that's a great way to do it I never even thought about that like you might like this that's a good way to do it I kind of see that on my Apple iTunes a little bit but I don't ever really pay attention to it so I really need to start paying more attention to that kind of stuff
1: yeah i know the amazon you know uh, with having amazon prime the the music app is free and so you know and you can download it to where i mean you can download albums to your to your phone and uh, it doesn't cost you a a single penny and then it also doesn't cost you data because you just you can download it for offline play so i mean i got 15 albums on there right now and i've only heard of probably four of them Mm -hmm. i have 11 that i don't even know who these people are but i'm going to check them out and if they sound all right i'll uh, i'll leave them on there and hear it a couple more times. If I don't like it at all, I'll just delete it off there, and if I get home to my Wi-Fi, i load something else.
0: So we do this thing. I started at work, and we call it New Music Mondays. So, like, what do you... You know, Monday rolls around. You get to work, and you're like, fuck, you know? So there's, like, this... You need this New Music Mondays. Well, it kind of still happens at work, but it kind of turned into something different. So I think we should... And I was asking you if you'd be interested in doing this, but we should start Schrader's New Music Mondays. Okay. I've I've been planning on... I've been planning this before uh, before the podcast even, and I, I was going to, you know, talk to you before about it, but I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to drop it on him because this is what Trader does. <laughs> you turned me <laughs> on to music to change my life, so I think your, you know, one of your great attributes is that you can spread great music to the masses. Well, not masses, the, you know, the, well, you know, the decent number of people that have, like, shown, um, you know, a lot of interest in what we're doing and and supporting us and your sister and her husband, man, they have unbelievably supported us and they're always, they're always giving us feedback and they've been, they've been so like, I don't know, they've just been so supportive through the whole thing and since they're from the beginning. So it's, it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, no, definitely got to give a shout out to them because I know that they're going to hear this because
0: they listen to every episode.
1: They yeah, my sister's bummed that she's actually a few behind right now and she but she she will catch up she will do it
0: (laughs) and like um i i just every once in a while i'll get a you know i'll get a random um like a comment or something you know and i think i just had heard she you know something that we completely forget about a couple episodes back and then she'll she'll comment on it and i'm like oh my gosh like you know i can't even i completely forgot we even had that in that podcast and and you know, I didn't I thought it was okay, but and then all of a sudden, you know, she'll come popping off and then we'll go listen to it again and it's like, "Oh, that was perfect." So, she just naturally picks out all the best parts for us. And yeah. like it's I mean, and I I still owe them two shirts. They're coming. I'm going to make them. I'm just <laughs> tell them, explain to them how I'm a procrastinator. So, oh, she'll hear this. Oh, yeah, she will hear this. Um your shirts are coming. They're going to be great. They're going to be free. They're going to be top of the line. Um you know, they'll probably I don't have a time frame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for when I need to make my next run. And then we're going to have a whole bunch of shirts for everybody. So awesome. yeah. So shout out to Jessica, uh, Donna Maria. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, your husband, Zach, you guys are the best. Uh, yeah. I, I have known you for a long time and we're definitely going to get those two on here. So start thinking about what you're going to talk about. Cause I don't yeah, think they know right. that yet. So we should get, we should get you. I, I kind of want to do a Schrader and his sister segment. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. We can Doesn't it to just him.
0: roll off the tongue like Schrader and his sister? <laughs> this week on Schrader and his sister. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Um, she, they also have some little children.
1: Yeah, her uh, her boy, uh, uh, named after my grandpa, Benno, actually. That's Benno, an awesome name. Um, he, uh, he will be one a week from today.
0: One. I just had a yep. one-year-old this last month. Uh, well, technically, we just had his birthday party Saturday. So. Well, they're right in the trenches with us. I think we, they have also have children that are very close to the ages of our children.
1: Yeah, one, and then uh, their daughter, uh, Zoe, is two and a half. May, she'll be three.
0: So. so you you Shelly and Doyle went from like no grandchildren to like poof have some fucking grandchildren.
1: And they're loving every minute of I it. I can
0: about imagine it. I can just imagine. <laughs> just like yeah. nuzzling their noses into cute little cheeks, things like that. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, their 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 house is definitely geared more to uh corralling uh little little terrors.
0: So they had to child proof the Doyle residence? Yeah, I mean it's
1: not yeah, it's not like gates and you know everything. But
0: it's Grandma and Grandpa's. It, There's an element to grandma and grandpa's house that needs to be a little dangerous. It's intriguing. Oh
1: well, yeah, no, it's it's that's always fun
0: over there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, we'll be by at six. We're dropping the kids off. See you later.
1: <laughs> no, that's actually what we did this weekend. We uh oh, nice. we dropped her dropped her off over there yesterday and went and did a Walmart run and then we uh dropped her off today and came home and did a bunch of like, you know, I guess winter cleaning. Um some things that had been neglected for a little bit and you know, so she got you know three hours of hanging out with grandma and grandpa without us around.
0: That's the best time when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, you
1: get a you get away with anything. you, you so you, much
0: you, sugar. You, sugar is happening.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you they're they're more attentive. They're you know they're there for everything.
0: So new music Mondays with Joshua Schrader. That's yeah, what are you looking happen. for? Um, you're, looking,
1: you're looking for some rock. What do you? I mean, I'm leaving metal. it up.
0: I'm leaving it up. No, I don't want right. I don't want to put any constraints on it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you Hourcast.
0: Uh, Hourcast.
1: Album is State of Disgrace.
0: Okay. Album is Straight of dis- State of Disgrace. Yep. So we're we're doing we're doing New Music Mondays um, on a Sunday. Oh wait, I'll edit that out because I'm not gonna drop this till tomorrow either. Yep. No, but you already were thinking that, and I wasn't yeah the beautiful thing about this is i'll take it out so <laughs> 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 so what say that one more time who is the band
1: our cast i like think h o u r c a s t all one word okay and album is state of disgrace i don't even know when this came out i mean it, as far as uh, early 2000s maybe i don't even know but uh it's not too it's not too heavy um it won't be too abrasive for you know your Virgin metal listeners, but it's it's a little heavier than you know the 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 pop rock, I guess pop rock,
0: pop rock, good candy, not good music,
1: yeah, yeah do It's not, not like, yeah it's 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 better than nickelback
0: let's not tell your sister that she's going to come on either let's just let her listen, and if she doesn't ever listen to this, then she's never going to know, and we'll just wait for the message or the whatever the call that that she listens to this and then realizes that she's going to do schrader and his sister with with jessica and josh schrader
1: okay yeah i won't say a word
0: you guys are like i don't know i can't even think of the duo the brother and sister duo of of talk radio (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna give me my own fucking radio station someday i hope so me too man me too because the shit i'm hearing is not good and maybe that's their maybe that's their angle is like we're putting someone on here you know or whatever like bert kreischer said on jre like they're looking for people that when people watch it, they want someone who can do it better than them. And maybe that's why people listen to mine, but fuck, I started it. So I think that one day we should have our own, we're going to have our own radio station. I don't know what it's going to call, be called, but it, I would listen to it. And whatever.
1: <laughs> I, I hope so.
0: We'll see how it goes. Going to have to buy, start buying some lottery tickets or selling my body or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to happen sooner or later. Oh, quit,
1: quit giving away free T-shirts.
0: I know, right? <laughs> oh, Le burn. That's funny. <laughs> I'll start charging for him someday. Till now, I just like hard work and pressure washing, water work in thirty below zero garages. <laughs> I fight the elements, the ice, and the ink all in one all in one evening. Yep. Well thanks a lot Josh. I, I appreciate you coming on here. I look forward to you checking in with us on a regular basis. I look forward to uh Schrader and his sister. Um and you will definitely you've already made the verbal agreement that you're going to be making an appearance on a regular basis. Is that true?
1: Yeah, I'll uh definitely. I'll I'll make a I'll make an appearance whenever you want.
0: All right. We got Schrader in the bag. But um so I will uh I will be in touch my friend. Um Thank you very much, and uh, everybody have a great evening. Uh, Peace out.
1: Peace out.